When the Museum of Contemporary Art Detroit reopened with two brand new exhibits early in July, almost immediately after that, more than 40 ex-employees came forward with allegations of mismanagement and racial harassment that started at the top. Since then, their executive director and chief curator has been placed on leave. This week's Metro Times went deep into what happened, who's involved, and where it's going next. And editor Lee DeVito joins me in studio. Hey, Lee. Oh, let's get that mic up. Say it Can again. you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> it's good to see you. And we want uh, you to be a part of the conversation as well. Join us at 313-577-1019. Again, 313-577-1019. Um, so, Lee, take us back to the beginning in early July. Uh, as you call it, this mutiny began to go public. What allegations were being made by MoCAT staffers? Yeah, that's right. It was, I believe, uh, the Friday before the 4th of July, and uh, I get um, a letter in my inbox uh, with a whole bunch of attachments to it. And um, it was at that time, I think, a little under 40 uh, current and former employees who had a list of grievances against uh, MoCAD and, and its executive director, um, Alicia Bowery Reader. Um, and, uh, you know, like I just want to zoom out a little bit and talk about uh, the way things run now. Um, we're a skeleton crew of three uh, at Metro Times, you know, due to uh, COVID 19 related layoffs. And uh, a curveball like that is. Mm, uh, annoying, but I felt like I had to start making, I, I you know, was, I, I could not look away from it, right? So I started making phone calls and um, trying to make, you know, make sense of it. And um, uh, it, it, you know, it took me a few weeks to do the story and I was starting to worry that it was a little getting stale because um, uh, other outlets had started to cover it, but I wanted to do it, you know, my way. And um, then on Monday, as we were going to press, the allegations of the DIA came out. So I had to pull the story, add some passages to it, uh, change the cover art to reflect both MoCAD and the DIA. It shows a, a ship, uh, uh, a sinking ship that that has elements from both MoCAD and the DIA on it. But um, yeah. anyway, I just wanted to talk about just kind of what goes the story behind the story on something like this. Yeah, you're, the, the, the cover art for this week's Metro Times really exemplifies uh, what's going on with our two <laughs> biggest art institutions, at least here in Detroit. It's like the Titanic <laughs> about to uh, go down with the thinker sitting on the end of it. It's, it's pretty uh, witty. So go check it out at MetroTimes.com. So as you're writing the story, when you began talking to the folks who were, uh, who were at the front lines of these allegations, yeah, what yeah. What did you hear? Yeah, so um, you know the the letter in the letter that they sent to me and the board um, of the museum, uh, you know, it, it was it was allegations of um, they they called them microaggressions in the letter, and it might be easy to kind of dismiss that as maybe not really a big issue. But when I started talking to people um, and everyone's got these stories that made them feel unwelcome or made guests feel unwelcome, um, I think that's worth diving into. Um, you know, there, there, were, there were stories of, um, like one person I talked to was uh, the rapper Ms. Corona, 
Uh, you may know her from the movie Eight Mile. Um, she was so excited to work at the museum uh, because she did a record release show there um, years earlier. And when she got the job, she was so excited. But just felt like it wasn't this like welcoming space for hip hop that she thought it was going to be. Uh, she told me, you know, she she heard the director say that uh, they shouldn't be playing rap music in the in the cafe or. Um, telling uh, the young uh, members of the Teen Youth Council that they uh, need to learn how to speak properly so that they can sell their artwork. And, uh, you know, those those kinds of things, you know, led to her quitting. And, and a lot of, um, you know, in, I think the number of people who signed the letter has ballooned to, I think, more than 70 now. And... Um, you know, one 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 former staff member said uh, this this museum's got a turnover rate of a McDonald's, and yeah. I think it's worth you know again kind of processing all of these allegations and looking at uh, why that is. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think a lot of people have wondered over the years who have not been in the institution itself or a part of its staff why there has been such a high turnover rate in in leadership. And in, uh, in staffers on the, on the floor, uh, you know, you have a quote from somebody here I'd like to read. Uh, speaking about the museum, it was chaotic, it was mismanaged to a degree, but there was none of that toxicity. There was solidarity amongst the staff, like a scrappy Detroit, we can get it done, we can do this kind of thing. Yeah. So you came across that, that feeling as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think a, a, a big thing, too, is like, like a, a scrappy, you know, institution like MoCAD, uh, you know, a, along with we're, we're seeing this in, in so many fields right now where, you know, for a long time, I think a lot of people had this idea that, you know, you have to like just kind of do what you got to do, um, you know, put your head down and get the work done. But, you know, the thing is that that both uh, the people at MoCAD and also uh, the DIA, they said that they were inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement and particularly at mocad they felt like they were um there was a show by the new red order which is a group of indigenous artists and that was going to be the biggest show at mocad and at the 11th hour they pulled the show in solidarity with the uh employees and they said we're not doing our show until you know you you address the employees concerns and you know furthermore the the show their art is about kind of looking at, uh, you know, colonial, the impact of colonialism and, and uh, you know, what does that look like on an institutional level? And maybe it operates in ways that aren't visible, uh, you know, or to us. So we only have a minute left. Uh, what's next for MoCAD? Well, they say that um, they have hired an independent law firm to look into it, but some con employees are concerned because one of the board members is a partner at the law firm. They maintain that it's going to be an, inv an independent investigation. Um, we'll have to see what they come up with. All right. Thank you so much, Lee. Thanks for having me. Lee DeVito is the editor of the Metro Times. Go to read his full story at metrotimes.com. You are listening to Culture Shift on 1019 WDET. We are Detroit's NPR station. Your connection to news, music, and conversation. Lots more coming up after the break.